Hello and welcome. My name is the Alpha Female, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, Mitty's Bushwhacker Luke here, 2015 Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern day Viking Gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, f- fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And, and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my See? God. <laughs> That's Brandon. a great we've had, we've, we've had 70 degree weather here. For, I mean, we really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're spitting snow. <laughs> My name is Carl Carafel, and welcome to the longest-running weekly episodic program here on Love Wrestling. Welcome to Turnbuckle Talk. Thank you so much to everybody who is joining us live here today, and to all of those that are watching us after the fact whether that is on the Love Wrestling Twitch page, which, yes, that's where we go live, twitch.tv slash lovewrestlingca, or whether you're watching it back on Turnbuckle Studios, my YouTube page, or even just listening to this in audio format, I appreciate you. Thank you so, so much. JPJ, I love you, man. Thank you so much for coming in and... uh being a part of this, uh, even if it is just in a form of uh, leaving comments, I really do appreciate it. And uh, I think we're in for a good discussion of a bunch of different things today, spanning the globe. Yes, that's what I'll say, spanning the globe. I do have a little bit of, oh, and now we have got the second of the two beards here with us as well, Plugo. Then two most handsome looking studs, he says. He says, I saw Joe when I typed that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I got you. I got you. JPJ saying, oh, shit. The beards are in the building. And I absolutely love it. And if either one of you are available and you want to hop on, you know how to access it. You know that this is an open forum for Whoever wants to come on, I am always welcome to that. Thank you, Pluggo. Saying, but Carl is plenty of stud. I do appreciate that as well. 
do have a little bit of a housekeeping note here to uh, handle first off. Uh, it appears that there may have been a little bit of an error in a tweet that I had put out. Um, I put out uh, well a tweet, uh, an Insta post, as well as a Facebook post saying that there is going to be a power out tonight. From what I'm understanding as of right now, there is not going to be power out. So after this show is done at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight, you will actually get to see NXT, where they spilled the tea on all things NXT with Astrid, who has been doing absolutely fantastic with that program, and Parrish, who is over there as well who has been stepping in and uh, really supporting and helping as much as he possibly can. We're going to get right into things today with the WWE draft. That's right. We now have still no confirmation as to when, where, or how the WWE draft will happen. So for those of you that don't know, the WWE usually once a year does a draft where they kind of swap around some talent from Raw and SmackDown, move them to different shows, do a real big shakeup of things. Hey, Pluggo, do not kill the messenger. I have just been given the information that there is not going to be. You take it up with the powers to be. <laughs> I got I got no no idea why I don't care to know why because that's none of my business all I know is that I'm going to miss Ella J's face on my screen as I'm at work tonight JPJ yes you are correct they they're actually saying it might not happen now I have to say you're half correct in that um Pluggo, yes. Pluggo says, oh, I will. <laughs> I hope you do. So networks are saying that, yes, there is still going to be a draft. It's just not likely going to happen this year. Originally, it was planned to happen after this upcoming premiere live event clash at... I actually got that right this time. I didn't say the the uh, PPV. I actually said Premier Live Event. I'm proud of myself. Ooh. So the draft was supposed to happen after the Premier Live Event Clash at the Castle, which looks to be a stunningly amazing show. And uh, if the WWE continues the way that they have been under this new regime of Triple H. I think we're going to be in for a really great show. Uh, Pluggo says, the draft is cool, but if they don't respect it, then don't do it. I fully agree with that. That is something that we have had many, many times over the plethora of years that they have been doing this, where they will actually do the draft, but then it just means absolute shit. And it really didn't make a difference or, or even matter because these stars really didn't move or were working between both shows or anything like that. And uh, it just, it just seemed redundant to actually have done it. So JPJ says, I'd be so down for the draft at the day one premiere live event. <laughs> sorry pay-per-view who am i ple get the hell out of here get the hell out of here trying trying to do my best jpj there get the hell out of here um yeah you know what i think at uh day one definitely would be a fantastic time for it but word going around right now from the networks is that it's most likely going to happen after WrestleMania 38 in April. So now I, I am in agreement with JPJ here when he says day one. 
day one would be the perfect time to do it. Let's start out the brand new year under a brand new regime with a draft where we can definitely shake things up and we can move stars from Raw and SmackDown and even include NXT in there as well, which they normally do. They normally have some some NXT uh, call-ups, I guess you, you could still call it. Um, they have people from NXT come over as well. So that, I think, would be perfect. Perfect. Um, JPJ... Uh, I'm I'm assuming that this is is saying uh, I'm definitely okay with that too, with it being after Mania 38 in April. Um, yeah, yeah, here it is. WrestleMania is the culmination of the previous year, usually. So the night after Raw, you change the rosters, and you know they're legit for the whole following year. Yes. And I think after mania is going to be a perfect time as well. If it does not happen at day one, because I understand start out 2023 hot. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. JPJ says the raw after mania. I meant not after raw. Yes. You can definitely start the year out hot by doing this shakeup. But then again, WrestleMania is almost that new season of the show that's going to start because that's where everything finalizes and new things begin just as a new year. So I'm a little torn between which one, but we do know at some point it's probably going to happen because this isn't just the wwe saying this this is actually networks that the the brands are on that are talking about this and discussing it and have even included talent in those discussions as well so it's going to be real interesting to see when it happens and obviously what happens as the draft is always an exciting time every year. I do need a little drink of my non-sponsored Dr. Pepper right now. <laughs> Come on, Dr. Pepper. You know you want to sponsor me. Before I give this update on Big E. Big E Langston, Big E, e whatever you want to call him, has actually provided all of us with an update to his injury. I don't have the, the tweet right in front of me, but I'm going to give you the cliff notes here. So he provides an injury update. Essentially, it says that he is cleared to live life and live life in the clear. But he is not cleared to take body slams, suplexes, and work inside the ring. Which is sad. Because I've always been a fan of Big E. Um, larger than life character, like the 80s back when, you know, like, okay, so you see over my shoulder here, you know, like Andre the Giant, Superfly Jimmy Snuka. This one here is a little harder to see, but that's my Jake the Snake autograph there. I've always been a fan of those characters. Larger than life characters. Big E was always one of those larger-than-life characters in my books. And unfortunately, we're still very much so unsure of his status when it comes to working inside the ring. Now, he did say that he loves doing voiceover work and is actually interested in an acting career. So I think it would be really cool to see Big E doing some uh, action films, doing some comedy films. I mean, you get Big E in a movie with Chris Rock, right? 
I think that would be pretty cool. I, I think it would. The two of them are very comedic. The two of them can really do some great comedy together. And then, of course, you're going to throw The Rock in there. You're going to throw Dwayne in there as well. Um, and, and I think it's it, it would be a definite recipe for greatness. We all know that Big E is a fan of video games as well. So for Big E to do voiceover work in the video game industry would be really cool as well. And I think that you would see an increase in sales just because you have that voice of Big E inside that video game. So we're going to have to wait. We're going to have to see. But as of right now, Big E is cleared to live life, but not cleared to wrestle. I'm going to move away from the WWE here for a little bit. And we're, I want to talk about something that is very much so a long time coming. And it's about damn time that this has happened. I'm going to read it off here on my second screen. It says new Japan pro wrestling has announced details on the upcoming tournament to crown the inaugural IWGP women's champion. Yes, you've heard that correctly. The IWGP women's champion. A press conference was held to announce the tournament will begin at night two of Royal Quest 2 on Sunday, October 2nd in London, England. The quarterfinals will then continue at Stardom's event on Saturday, October 22nd, and the semifinals will be held on Sunday, October 23rd at the Stardom event. The finals for the tournament, now there, there, there's a pretty big gap in this uh the finals for this tour jbj i agree so dope like it's it's about time like it is so dope to finally be able to see an international wrestling grand prix women's championship in new japan pro wrestling it's been a long time coming now i know i know a lot of people and i've seen a lot of feedback on this as well a lot of people are saying but they have stardom. Stardom's there. They they work with stardom. So the stardom champion should just be, uh, you know, the considered the the New Japan champion. And I I think that's bullshit. I don't agree with that. They're two two different companies. They work together, but they're two different companies. Okay. So October twenty third is going to be the semifinals. The finals of the tournament is going to be held at the uh, joint event. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom's crossover show happening Sunday, November 3rd in Japan. The new IWGP Women's Champion, whoever that will be, will be making their first title defense at Wrestle Kingdom 17 on Wednesday, January 4th at the Tokyo Dome. How? Oh my God. Oh, Bubba Duke coming in here. Good evening all. How you doing, Bubba Duke? Good to see you in here. Join in the conversation. We're talking right now. Uh, I'm not sure how much of this you heard, but New Japan Pro Wrestling is bringing in their very first women's championship. They've announced a tournament for it, culminating in... November 20th with the finals and the first title defense happening at Wrestle Kingdom 17. So for those of you that don't know very much about New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom is like their WrestleMania. Wrestle Kingdom for them is the culmination of everything for them. And for them to have their new women's champion 
having their first title defense on their biggest show inside the Tokyo Dome. God, take my money. Take my money right now. You see, Hunter Ridge, I'm 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 not a hundred percent sure on that just yet because they haven't announced who's going to be in this tournament right now. All I know right now is is what they've announced, which is there's going to be the tournament. It's going to start October second. Go October twenty second, October twenty third. The finals happening November 20th, and then the winner making their uh, their defense. Um, so New Japan and Stardom actually, so this might answer a little bit here for you as well. Um, New Japan and Stardom previously announced that the new IWGP Women's Championship will be defended in Japan and in the United States at New Japan events. While this will be primarily a title for New Japan, Stardom's main titles will continue to be the World of Stardom title and the Wonder of Stardom title. So, given all of that, yeah, it does kind of kind of seem as though that possibly it could just all be Stardom talent that's there. I'm really hoping not though and jpj saying that they're going to be taking all of his money too um yeah if if you if you have not watched anything new japan do yourself the freaking favor do yourself the favor go on to youtube and just look up new japan pro wrestling you will not be disappointed. There is so much great stuff. So much great stuff. Don't worry. Don't worry. You will enjoy it. So I'm excited about this. And I'm hoping, hoping that they do a little bit more um, social media legwork on this to be able to advertise this more so that people may be uh, interested or more interested in actually purchasing a subscription to New Japan World, which, yes, does have Japanese commentary, but does include English commentary for you as well. The site as well is not all just in Japanese. It will switch over and change to um, English as well. So it's 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 really worth it. It's really worth it. Parish, good to see you. I did see you, and then I didn't see you, and now I see you. <laughs> good to see you, buddy. Astrid here as well. So good of all of you to come in here. I really appreciate it. Astrid, since you're in here now, please tell me your thoughts. Because Astrid is definitely our resident female professional wrestling connoisseur. So New Japan Pro Wrestling has their um, inaugural women's championship coming up in a tournament. What are your thoughts, Astrid, on there actually being a women's champion in New Japan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ed, yeah, you're right, Ed. Ed coming in here as well. Good to see you, my friend. Also, check out Stardom's online stuff. They have uh, really incredible stuff, and it's true. They do. Uh, Stardom is absolutely fantastic. I've always been a fan of Stardom, Shimmer, Shine, all, all of those different uh, full female companies. They kill it. They kill it. So why not go and check them out? It's, it's available there for you. It's all available there. Astrid says, I haven't watched Stardom, but this announcement is making me want to watch. Yes, well, at this point, we're, we're not 100% sure the full extent that Stardom is going to be playing in this. We do know that there is going to be um, the starting of it. Uh, the tournament's going to begin 
in London, England with just New Japan. Quarterfinals, semifinals are going to be at stardom events. The finals is going to be held at a joint event as well. And then the first title defense happening at Wrestle Kingdom 17. Hunter Ridge Farm saying, I had a subscription for years, just gave it up a few months ago, just wasn't digging as much lately. And that's perfectly fine. I totally get that and understand a lot of New Japan Pro Wrestling can sometimes be too much. It definitely can be. And it, it's not that it's bad professional wrestling, but how do I say this? Um, it sometimes can feel very uh, repetitive and not in repetitive in, in the, uh, like the, the, the competitors that you're seeing on your screen, but sometimes matches can seem as though they're repetitive the moves inside the matches can. But I, I do the same thing. I do the same thing, Hunter Ridge. Uh, I mean, I I subscribe to something for a while and then it just kind of, you know, I just, I'm not digging it. And then I will just get rid of it for a while. And then I'll come back to it afterwards um, with with a renewed vigor, right? And and I, I honestly suggest Everybody do that. If you have, uh, whether it's a, a an Amazon Prime or uh, Netflix or Disney Plus or anything like that, if you have any of those subscription services, the WWE Network, even um, OVW's network, New Japan's network, take a break from them once in a while. Especially if you're not watching it as much, you're starting to feel just kind of, eh, like you're just, you, you just don't give a shit about it anymore. Take a break from it. See if you get that itch that you're like, oh, shit, I, I do want to see some New Japan right now. And then it'll come back to you. Parrish, um, as of right now, I do not have any news on the participants. I have not seen anything online as of yet. Uh, I mean, I am live right now, so I really don't have the chance to check because I run the entire show here. But yeah, like I, I'm really interested in who these participants are going to be. When we talk about people that are participating in the world of professional wrestling, there's one name that was kind of out there in the ether for a while. And people were wondering, where is this person going to go? Well, well, we now know this person has returned to the WWE. And I'm talking Johnny Gargano. This actually came as quite a surprise to me. Um, it really did. I, I, I was honestly fully expecting Johnny Gargano to go to All Elite Wrestling. That's where all of his friends are, right? And that is what I fully expected. So for the conglomerate known as the WWE to pull this, to get Johnny Gargano to come back blew me away and has reinvigorated my interest in the product and the shows. JPJ love it. Yeah, JPJ's loving that as well. Like I was I I was just yeah, I was blown away and I unfortunately I was working. I was working last night. So I'm getting messages from people I'm seeing things happen in, in some, some uh, different chat forums that I'm in. I'm seeing things in discords that I'm in and I'm like, this can't be real. So then I had to pull over and stop, take it out. And I'm, I'm like, holy shit, this actually did happen. Well, thanks. Triple H. Thank you, Paul Levesque. Thank you for swerving something and making me interested once again. Hunter saving us all, says JPJ. Yeah, you're right. Like, holy shit, dude. Holy shit. Holy effing shit. No, I did not say the entire word because I do not say that word on my program. 
<laughs> what is Triple H doing right now? I can tell you exactly what he's doing. He's making a bunch of us professional wrestling fans very, very happy. Very happy. Man can't talk. Can't wait to talk Gargano. <laughs> I think we're going to be talking about Gargano uh, for a while. Uh, I don't think that the uh, uh, the powers to be um, really came in and was like, okay, Gargano, come in, do this one spot, and then we're just, just going to shit the bed with you, and uh, you're just going to be put off to, off to the wayside and put up on the shelf for a while. I think that they're really going to do something with this, and yeah, just as JPJ says here, they're really going to make wrestling matter once again with the use of these people that they've been bringing back. Hit Row, um, Carrion Cross. I almost called him by his other name, you know, Killer Cross. I couldn't think of Carrion for some reason. Scarlet, Scarlet Bardot coming back as well. Like all of these people. Good God. Good God. Now, oh, what's what's Ed got here? The only thing I would have enjoyed more was if they had him save Ciampa, then do the same promo. Then have Theory come out, instantly putting him in a spot where he could be working Theory, AJ, I mean AJ Styles, The Miz, and Bobby, and I'm assuming Bobby Lashley. That would have been a really cool idea too. At this point, at this point, I'm I'm not really questioning. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eo, Eo Sky now uh, resigns. Dakota Kai is back. We've got Bailey. I absolutely love Bailey. Um, yeah, but at this point, I'm I'm not questioning the writing and the booking right now. I am giving things a chance because I want to see where they go with this and where they take things. I really do. We are at the halfway point of the show here, and we want to make sure that we are always plugging and talking about our friends that sponsor us as well. And one of those is RK Athletics. If you were in the Edmonton, Alberta area and you're looking for a good personal trainer, go and talk with Rich King at RK Athletics. You can find them at RK Athletics 1 on the socials or at rkathletics.ca. If you are not in the area and you're looking for uh, some help as well, make sure that you're going to that website because they do have things that could be done remotely as well. JPJ says Gargano was made to look like a main player on the show. Cross came back and immediately in the title picture, Bailey's group running the show. Hunter isn't just bringing these people back. He's bringing them back and making them immediate players. I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hunter is definitely doing that. It's a good thing as long as we are getting these people, which we have been so far, we're getting these people put into, um, into, into programs with their superstars already that are there. So it's not like we're bringing them back and we're, we're bringing back Kerry and cross and bringing back Johnny Gargano. And now those two are in a program together. No, 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 no. We're, we're taking these people that we're bringing back in and throwing them into new programs, which are allowing us to see the returning talents and the established talents. And we're going to see who's going to dominate. And I think that that is absolutely fantastic. We do have a few more sponsors we need to get to. So, well, here, here's another one. Support for Turnbuckle Talk as heard on Love Wrestling is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world? 
Manscaped. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code LOVEWRESTLING at manscaped.com Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. My name is Carl Carafel, and welcome back to the longest-running weekly episodic program here on Love Wrestling. Welcome back to Turnbuckle Talk. First, I want to give a huge shout-out to Al Snow and thank him so much and the entire team that he has over at Collar and Elbow Brand for not only supporting this show since they started, but also just today liking and retweeting a post that I put out for not just my show, but all the shows that are happening today here on Love Wrestling. So thank you, Al Snow. Thank you, Rod. Thank you, the entire team over there. Go and check out CollarAndElbowBrand.com. While you guys are there, use the promo code JKPODCAST, and you're going to get yourself 10% off your entire order I've always loved the merchandise they have over there, and I know you guys will too. There's something there for absolutely everyone. Go and check them out. So I want to talk a little bit of positivity right now. We did talk a little bit of positivity with Big E earlier. I want some more positivity right now, and it is alive and well. So at a recent Revenge Pro Wrestling event, Wardlow and Lady Frost had quite a little bit of an experience and an interaction. So at the event, there was a young girl that was there with her mother. And the young girl was visibly upset and in tears because her mother was not able to afford to purchase the Lady Frost Slam Buddy. So, what happens? Well, I'm going to read it to you right from Lady Frost. She says, there's a lot of negative wrestling news that flies around. So, I want to share some positivity. Saturday night, Wardlow saw a little girl crying. Her mom couldn't afford to buy her my slam buddy. So, he walked over to me, bought one, and gave it to that little girl. How awesome is that? How freaking awesome is that? That we can still have people that are in this world and, and in the professional wrestling industry that have such a heart. And especially you take a look at somebody like Wardlow. Wardlow is a big, scary looking freaking dude, right? But to have him go and buy this, and I'm I'm sure... I don't know Wardlow personally, but you kind of get those vibes from people, right? The vibe that I get from Wardlow is, yeah, Ed says it. Wardlow is such a stud in all ways. I'm sure that Wardlow actually bought this from Lady Frost, and he probably got down on a knee or both knees to kind of get down to this girl's level to hand it to her. I'm, I'm just speculating. I don't know if that actually is what happened. But the vibe that I get is that that is something that he would have done. 
he wouldn't have just bought it and then just handed it to her and whatever bullshit walk away. I'm sure he probably would have tried to make that experience something extremely memorable by possibly getting down to that little girl's level and handing her this slam buddy. I absolutely love those stories when I see them. I'm going to continue on with a little bit of the positivity here as well. This person that I'm going to talk about here gets a lot of hate, not only from the internet wrestling community, but also from wrestlers. Yeah, from fellow talent. This person gets a lot of hate. I'm talking Eddie Kingston. <laughs> I can already feel, I can already feel the emotions coming off of people right now. And some people, some people are very much so a fan of Eddie Kingston. Okay. I'm a fan of his work. I don't know him personally, but I'm a fan of his work. And some people just absolutely live to loathe this person. But let me try to change that just a little bit and let you know about something that he did. This is something that he did not want broadcast out there, I guess you could say. He didn't want it taped. He didn't want it videotaped. But didn't say that uh, it couldn't be typed out. So this is actually something that's reported from one of our good friends, Mr. Warren Hayes, over on Twitter. So in Canada, we have a company here called C4 Wrestling. That is Capital City Championship Wrestling, based out of Ottawa, Ontario. And they presented their show, Fighting Back 11. And it featured Eddie Kingston taking on Stu Grayson. As reported by Warren Hayes. I'm sorry. As reported by Mr. Warren Hayes. After Eddie's match, he asked the owners of C4 to donate his fee to the Canadian Cancer Society. So with all the negativity that's out there around Eddie Kingston, I think that was a damn class act. You can think whatever you want about Eddie Kingston, but that for me just really showed a little bit more uh, respect. I, I, I have a little bit more respect for Eddie Kingston now. You have to figure Eddie Kingston would probably have been paid a, a, a good chunk of change, especially coming from the States, having to come up to Canada to be able to do a show, right? So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just something that, that, that like, just, it touched me, touched me. And I'm so glad that, uh, that, that Mr. Warren Hayes actually was able to report that. JBJ says Eddie Kingston should be AEW champion at some point. I agree with that. I 100% do. I like Eddie Kingston because he is Eddie Kingston. Is, yeah. JPJ. I said it. That's what, that's what JPJ writes. I said it. I I'm, I'm saying it too. Eddie Kingston is your everyday man. That's what he is. He's your everyday man. He looks like that bald-headed dad that's out with his kids at the pool wearing the t-shirt because he's got that gut on him. But he takes no bullshit. He's that type of dad, right? And for him to be inside that ring and doing what he does, just as JPJ says, he feels real. <laughs> oh God, Ed, I wasn't even going to touch this, but 
what Eddie Kingston did was better than what No Way Jose did this weekend. Yes, there was um there was some controversial shits that that happened surrounding No Way Jose. Um go to the social medias, you guys will be able to find it. You'll be able to find it. Um long story short, he took money from a promoter. Didn't show up to the show that was happening in Canada, by the way. Didn't show up to the Canadian show and showed up on AEW Dark, I believe it was. Yes. Yeah, it had would have been dark because it was last night. Unfreaking believable. Now we don't have the full story of actually what's ha- what happened, what transpired, what went on, the circumstances surrounding whatever. I don't know all of the details yet, but from the details that we've seen, the Iron Sheik would have a field day talking about No Way Jose with a whole ton of explicits out there. <laughs> that's 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 what I'm going to say about that for now. For now. When we start to see a little bit more come out uh, in in regards to this, I may touch on this next week. My man, my favorite professional wrestler of all time is going to be talked about after I take another drink of my non-sponsored Dr. Pepper. Come on, Dr. Pepper, you know you want to sponsor me. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels was recently promoted to vice president of talent development creative in the WWE. So the way that it seems, I guess we can maybe shorten that and just kind of say, Shawn Michaels is the vice president of NXT. I, that's 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 the easiest way that I can really really explain it. Um, I'm very much so happy to still see Shawn Michaels in the business, involved in some way in the business. Um, he very well could have just retired and gone uh, gone home, gone to a ranch in you know wherever San Antonio, and just uh, just lived the rest of his life carefree with no worries. Instead, this man has decided that he wants to contribute and give back. And give back to the point that just recently he revealed, Shawn Michaels revealed, that during the time that Triple H was gone from NXT, it was Shawn Michaels that was pulling the strings. It was Shawn Michaels that was making everything happen. He also says that if it sucked, just blame him. If you're not a fan of the product during the time that Triple H was, was kind of gone, it was Shawn Michaels fault. Just blame him. He's always been one of those guys that, that will just kind of in recent years. Anyways, he just kind of, Eh, if it was me, it was me. If you didn't like it, yeah, okay, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. But I'm just super happy to be able to see him still involved in the business at some stage in some capacity. And I love the fact that he is working with the talents in NXT. Coming up to the final segment of this show today and uh this one we're talking about uh, as you see in the graphic like dust in the wind like dust in the wind very quietly very quietly it has now been revealed that jeff jarrett is no longer working with the WWE. 
this comes after he just just came back. Like he 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 legitimately just came back to work for the WWE as the senior vice president of live events. Again, with this, we don't really know all the circumstances surrounding this. So all we can really give to you right now is what has been put out there for us to be able to really see. I haven't had any of my contacts really give me any more information than he just left. But we do know that he has been replaced. He has been replaced by Brian James. That's right. Road dog Jesse James is going to be the one that's replacing Jeff Jarrett. Now, I, I'm really interested to see, and maybe it'll come out possibly on like Jeff Jarrett's podcast at some point. Uh, he may talk about it. He may reveal uh, the circumstances behind him deciding to leave once again. I don't know. But I'm hoping, hoping that we get some answers at some point. I have, again, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Jeff Jarrett. I, I, the interview that I did with Jeff Jarrett, uh, with, with mighty Joe and with our good friend, Ryan Carlella, as well with energy rock radio, um, was absolutely fantastic. If you guys heard at the very beginning, the shout outs for uh, turnbuckle talk, Jeff Jarrett is the last one on there. And yes, legitimately we talked to him and it was an absolute pleasure. And he has always been a favorite of mine. Always been. So I'm not sure where he's going to go or what he's going to do. Or if he's just going to kind of take some time off and do whatever. Uh, but I can tell you if, if we've learned anything from the final matchup of Ric Flair, we know that Jeff Jarrett can still go. And maybe that's a reason why he decided to leave. Maybe he wants to get back into the ring to compete as opposed to just being the vice president of live events. We don't know. Thank you all so much for joining me here today. But before you go, before you go, this Friday, August 26th, at the Rec Room, Make sure that you are checking out Love Pro Wrestling 7 and Out Come the Wrestlers. It will be broadcast here live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash lovewrestlingca, the full card. We're going to have the Rads versus Barat Garani and Sheik Shabazz. Yes, JPJ, this is a big one. It definitely is. Uh, VIP tickets are already sold out for this. General admission tickets are still available as of time of recording this right now with a bell time of 7 p.m. We're going to have the Voros twins taking on Mojabari and Mars the Specialist. We have a returning to action, Chris Parrish, taking on Bobby Sharp. Hunter Ridge Farm says, we will be there. Awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Did you get GA tickets or, or are you one of those lucky ones that got the uh, sold out VIP tickets? Which, uh, which, which did you get? Which did you get? We're going to have a number one contenders match. We're going to have Golden Boy Travis Williams versus Sean Moore versus Jack Pride versus Son of Irish, who has really been making waves inside of the LPW ring, even though those waves have kind of been on um, the L side of things. People are still talking about Son of Irish, though. Whether he's winning or losing, people are talking about Son of Irish. So, I'm predicting Son of Irish to win that matchup. 
Yes, I said it here. Hunter Ridge Farms saying VIP all the time. Awesome. There's no better way to do it. No better way to do it. JPJ saying yes, wouldn't be a bad spot to pick up a big first victory. Definitely. For Son of Irish, this would be huge. Huge. And the way things are going, I think that this is going to be the matchup where he always gives 110%. I think he is actually going to be giving 150%. Do whatever Steiner math you want. I don't give a shit. He's going to give 150%. And I think he's going to win this matchup and be the number one contender. Next matchup, we're going to have the long name. Ah, Michael Allen Richard Clark. That's right. Taking on Adam Ryder. That should be a very fun matchup. The LPW Challenge Championship match. We're going to see Taryn from Accounting taking on my friend Vita Scott. So excited for Veda to be a part of this matchup. Taryn from accounting is an absolute gem. And I have always been a fan of Veda and what she does, whether it's inside the ring, the commentary, I don't care what it is she's doing. I think Veda has always been absolutely fantastic. Good to see this happening. We're going to have for the first time ever the clandestine society taking on state of emergency and the main event of the show is going to feature Gigi Ray taking on Zoe Sager what an absolute killer of a card here we have for LPW7 Make sure you're sticking right here on this channel or make your way to the rec room. Get yourself one of them tickets and be part of the live show. You won't be disappointed. You definitely will not be. Everything has been fantastic coming from LPW and it's only going up from here. Again, thank you so much to everybody in joining in the chat here today. This was an absolute pleasure to have you all here with me as my co-host on this broadcast of Turnbuckle Talk. Remember, everyone, the world is a scary place. So take care of each other.